By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of an LG wash tower with ultra-large capacity, serving up a powerful yet gentle clean in just 29 minutes. Making this the sound of savings on the best appliance brands. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Get up to 25% off the LG wash tower with ultra-large capacity and reduced wash time. Pricing valid January 5th through January 25th, 2023. Gas dryer extra. U.S. only. See store or online for details. I'm going to let you finish with Courtney and Amy on the Pantheon Podcast Network. We love you. This is the last fucking show of the year. We're so talked out. We love you. Welcome. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, maybe during the break, we can get two people who say they're Courtney and Amy. Would anyone know? I don't know. We love y'all. But This is show 76. Oh, my but, God. Woo, the year I graduated but, high school. You know what I'm saying? I was like. The year I got a driver's license, which mm-hmm. I no longer have, right. graduated high school and lost my virginity all in 1976 and an moved eventful, and moved away from home. Eventful summer. It was very. And it was the bicentennial. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> Remember oh, that yeah. moment when everything was like. Oh, oh that was like a moment. That definitely it was, was a full moment. They were like, it's the bicentennial. And everything was yeah. bicentennial. And who knew that. <laughs> Some odd years later, we wouldn't be living in a democracy anymore. But I digress. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're not going to go into politics, but my no, no, favorite, no, my favorite thing is watching everybody gloss over all of these things. But you're now seeing how people had plans trying to really steal the election from the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all just like, I mean, <laughs> the, the people of Fox are like. This is a breach. They've leaked my text. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. The, the only breach I believe okay. in is a baby's head coming out first. All yeah. right. <laughs> okay. And ba- speaking <laughs> of baby's head coming out first, well, now we know the police have solved the case of who assaulted Jesse Smollett in that horrible hate crime. And it was Jesse Smollett, did it? <laughs> He could have saved us all so much time and money if he had just said, yeah, I kind of what? OK, what? <sighs> I'm so why? mad. Why? 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 All right. He was, said, he, let he, me just be honest with you. I am mad at everybody involved in this. Yeah. I'm mad at the police being like, if he had just apologized, none of this would have happened. But he kept the lie going. I'm mad at him for we've seen some different shit like this is why you shouldn't do interviews right after shit happens because people can compare it to what you're saying later i'm mad at the african brothers <laughs> i'm just i just think it's so dumb it's so stupid it like what was the point of any of this then all right. of a sudden we start talking about well we were fucking and cocaine and i was like what kind of gay Telenova is this bullshit. And was this worth it to fucking blow your career up over some dick and some blow? Like, what's happening? Well, and and that, and there's all that, but, you know, it, when women are raped, the, it, it, it's, a lot of women do not come to the police because a lot of women are still not believed. There is still a blame the victim mentality. Mm-hmm. What happened? What he alleged is was a was a gasping. Oh my God! How could this happen? And you know we're in the age of Trump, and people are like, see, this is what happens with this rhetoric, and yada yada yada. Well, the next time, and hopefully there won't be a next time, but there will be a next time when there is a hate crime, people are going to be less likely to believe it and that to me is just for that he that a black gay man would fabricate something like this knowing that he is part of two marginalized groups that are hated by a good portion of this country and not believed and get treated differently in the criminal justice system i, I you know yeah it's stupid and, and you're absolutely right stupid and dumb but it's also like Really? I mean, you that's a disgusting thing. And I hope he has to pay back the Chicago. They want him to pay back the money as he should, because there's real crime in Chicago. Yeah, there's, listen, I don't know what actually really happened, but I will tell you this. I think if I've been fucking somebody, even if that motherfucker had a mask on and I'm fighting him, 
I would know who it was I was fighting. Like, if you walked up to me with a mask on and tried it, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say, you know what I'm saying? Like, and what happened to the white guy? This just, you know It's what? all made up, though. It's all, it's like, it was all made up. And from it was the be- all made and I had up. a friend from the beginning. I was so shocked. And then I had a friend who immediately said to me, Courtney, this story doesn't sound right. I was like, what do you mean? She said, it has everything in it. I was like, what do you mean? It's too much. It has homophobia. It has MAGA. It has has racism. It has, are you that faggot from Empire at two something in the morning? I was like, you, it does have a lot of stuff. And it was also, (laughs) I mean, just on a totally practical (laughs) level, once we got (laughs) over the initial, um, Chicago in the winter, in the middle of the polar vortex, that was one of the coldest winters. It was like, literally like, like 20 below with That's the wind so- chill factor and you decide to go to the piggly wiggly in the middle of the night. Like, listen, I've gotten sh- up, literally I've gone to the store in the middle of the night when it's cold. So that part, at you first don't I was have like, it's ridiculous. people, you don't yeah, have but you know what, but he people. doesn't at 2 AM. You don't have people with you at 2 AM. Your assistant is off for the night. Clearly you know I mean? he and, did. Cause they and, mugged them and fucked them in the but- street. <laughs> I'm sure if he had thrown those guys an extra 20, they would have gone to the Piggly Wiggly for him. Would I mean, and then that part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm saying. just like, I looked at him and I was like, <laughs> and you're just going to keep going with this? Because oh, this sounds crazy. And then next thing you know, you're on the stand and there's bathhouses and coke. I was like, yeah, you know what? Much. I was like, I'm not doing this with you today, lady. I'm not doing it. Not. Well, he got convicted of five of the charges. But, he does have to pay back the money. But again, it's just shameful. Mm-hmm. It's a publicity. Like, there's no, what is the end game? I don't want to see him go to jail, though. I think, you know. Going just, to jail is not, this is not a go to jail thing. Pay the money. Yeah, just pay the money. Pay the money. I don't even, you know, I. I don't even want them to give him probation. Honestly, give him a big fine. Let him pay it because it's hard enough. Like now he's he's a fucking convicted felon, which changes a lot of shit for you. You know what I mean? It's like that's not a light thing. It's not. He can get a record deal. Well, well, the harder part is he makes movies, right? Is it going to be? Can't is, it, is it going to be problems to insure him? It will like, be, of course. To do, is he to, if he gets another television show? Is it going to be hard to insure him because this will hang over him? Yeah. Well, and I, and he's got a movie coming out that they've been trying to uh, B Boy Blues, which I've actually seen, and it is a beautiful, lovely film. They've been trying to get this movie made for a long time, and I just hate that the pall of this could hang over that. Well, uh, but. Here's the thing. I think Charles Barkley said it best, and then we can move on. He uh, said can America. I just, can, America I just preface it, not, can I just preface it by saying, I think the the phrase Charles Barkley said it best. I used to clip out things that he said back in those so great. and put them on my refrigerator. Listen, he is one of the, he is yeah, the great prophet he, of our he, times. He was at America <laughs> when they were doing their picks two years ago for who's right. going to make it in the final. They said, What's something impossible that can that still has that's happening? And that he goes, uh, two black guys beating another black guy up. And then he turns around and goes, America, do not commit crimes with checks. And I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, can you at least get some cash? Yeah, leave it. should it never there. be a check. Yeah, never have a check. Never have a check. <laughs> it should never be a check. Never Why have is a there check. a check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Venmo your crimes. <laughs> you know what <laughs> It's like I'm gonna venue thirty five hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. my nutrition plan, but yeah. like, he ain't never said he got no food. Where's the food? Like you would have been able to say he was. The he food. was eating someone's fist and dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're feisty Merry today. Merry Christmas, but Merry this is Christmas. The Christmas. Happy Honey, Kwanzaa. Be ready Woo! for it, motherfuckers. There's no whole bars on the Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> All right. And it's segue. All right. So I uh, um and just like that, which is considered, I guess, the sequel, the yeah. next the continu- phase of the continuation. It's continuation of Sex and the City. Now chapter, I'm gonna yeah. tell you that when Sex and the City originally came out, and it was a great show. I mean, at mm. least half of it, it started getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But it was great. I did not relate to it only because I was at, at that point, 
all the women I knew who were into it were like a good 10 years younger than me. It was like a thing. I also didn't have HBO to later on, but that's a whole nother story. But when I did watch it, I was like, the writing is good. The acting is good. Okay. I don't know any four heterosexual women in New York who at all at the same time have boyfriends, but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. But there was, even though, you know, we know the, you know, Carrie with her, you know, living on a writer's budget and buying on the shoe, but there was, it was fun and it was a sense of reality and, and it was, and, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, then they did one movie, which was good. It wasn't bad. It was good. Yeah, and then I enjoyed did, the first movie. I enjoyed the first movie. It was fun. And then they did the second movie, Oof. which was just, which was like terrorism. I mean, it was, <laughs> the, it was like. And then all of a sudden these women had no cooth, no manners. They turned into like. No, it was horrible. Into, I couldn't. I was like, who wrote like. Who wrote this? Right. <laughs> All right. So cut to like about, and there's always been a clamor for them because it was a highly successful thing and, and, and people do relate to it. All right. So long story short, and just like that is takes the three women because Kim Cattrall decided not to be in the show for Wisely. various reasons, but she decided <laughs> not to be in the show. And so two episodes have aired on HBO. Uh, word of mouth was that it was horrible. Um, and again, I don't have a dog in this show, but I did watch them. So um, did I. <laughs> and the first episode is not good. It's ridiculous. But they it's had to horrible. get, you know, they kill Mr. Bit. Mm-hmm. It, it, they kill him. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the second show is not. It's not. It's it's not bad. I can see where they're going with this. It's that horrible. said, I don't think it's horrible. I don't yeah. think it's horrible. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it but at all. But I'm not invested in it. I watch Neither it I. because I, I'm yep. not invested yeah. in it. And I just I, thought it was bad and dated. It comes up as very dated to it me. It does. It does. And, and there are two things that really drove me nuts about it. First mm-hmm. off, uh, for a show that was like almost as white as Friends mm-hmm. and received a lot of criticism for that justifiably mm. um mm. i am glad that they have integrated no pun intended women of color but it's like literally each one of these women now has a toy black person mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like here's my hip black professor here's my um and next week know? comes and next week comes the 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 character who's in the wheelchair and the right southeast it's like, asian character yeah yeah they're yeah hitting, it's like it's almost all. like they went through a rolodex and went check 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 <laughs> and here's my binary though she's really good in it sarah yeah. ramirez she's yeah, really yeah, good yeah. yeah okay carrie's doing a podcast and she's sitting there not wanting to talk about it's just ridiculous it's just like one cliche after another i mean they've made her all of a sudden it's like she was never the girl being like pussy, pussy, pussy. But no. they were friends with Samantha Jones for a million years. They've seen it all. They've heard it all. She talked like that. So her being around and them saying those words, she would not be all like, oh, like she's never heard any of these things before. I know. She well, sat so- with Samantha's story. You know, so it's very weird. The the place that they brought all of these women is clear. They're working on a Miranda has an alcohol problem. Steve is supposed to be only 50 something. Why is he deaf? No yeah. kid. Every kid is snuck and fucked in their mother's house when you've had a girlfriend, a boyfriend. But nobody's blowing backs out when your mother and father are home and banging the headboard. When you're, yeah. It's all about don't make noise. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. But it's and it's also uh, all right. A lot of mainly men. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, have like, oh, they look like shit. You know, HDs. But all right. Here's the thing. I am 16. No, I've heard it's other women too. Don't say it's not mainly men because women are very mean to each other. All right. Women are not women. very mean <laughs> to each other. Uh, women are the same to women as I don't. That's bullshit. You know, I, Amy, I'm sorry. I've worked. I have worked with many women and I'm going to tell you factually from shit we were dealing with on social media. The large majority of shit and comments about how somebody looked. Yes, there were men who did it. The large majority were other women judging right. the hair, well, the face. The, it's other women. Y'all, y'all judge each other more. Hard. Yeah, men say stupid shit, but y'all look at each other and judge each other. You could say you don't because I don't think. Well, <laughs> I judge women, but uh, yeah. I think that there's a different. I don't have the power to do anything about it. But let me just mm-hmm. get. Let me just. But the point is, is that. Because every What's conversation real- I've had about Charlotte's face has been other women to be like, no man who all my male friends who watch the show have talked about the show. 
all my female friends who talk or about I'll tell the you show, who's been have, have really been like nasty. Charlotte, they've been like Charlotte's face. Like what's going on? I was like, and I didn't even, I have to be honest with you. She just looked like Kristen Davis to me. I didn't even notice that there was something wrong with her face. Um, yeah, I mean, we could get into a whole discussion about why that has to be. Um, but that said, what's really weird is that I have, it's almost like they're making them look older than they actually are. Because I have seen yes, Cynthia Nixon in candid photos when she <laughs> was running for governor and stuff. She, I've seen her doing the promo for this show. They've aged her 10 years. Miranda, aged her. All of these women are only supposed to be in their 50s. <laughs> right. And also with, and you know, Sarah Jessica Parker is not a classic beauty. And that's not a disrespectful thing. She has mm. always been someone she is not typically beautiful, but she is a good looking woman. Cynthia, all the, and it's like, they've almost like, made them it's almost like a caricature there are so many wrinkles and so many close-ups and i'm not saying that but it's like come on i mean it's almost like you're and and yeah the steve being deaf come on I, I come on just, and not just like a little hard no, of like what? what i was like i was like i'm 54 yeah i want to know in real life i think Cara, uh, Sarah Jessica's 56. I think Cynthia is. 50. I'm gonna be 55 in you know seven yeah. months. I'm looking like guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it's the, a there's much. a different a modern 50 something. It's not like y'all have gone back to like your parents' 50 something. Especially like, women who have money. I women who have money in the show. Nick, I'm not talking women about it. Women who have money. Of uh, the most pulled together New York yeah. women around. Yeah. So I'm not saying they had to be pulled together because that would um, a Miranda that would. But be even with Miranda's gray, I feel like women who who have gone gray like that, it's beautiful, and I feel like the way they have her doing her hair and her no gray, everything it, it's, it's just like very, dusty yeah, it's very and, drab. It's but it's very almost drab. like they're trying to present we're going to come out and this is why she left being a lawyer and she's got an alcohol problem and. Well, I also resent the fact, I mean, and again, not super invested in these are fictional characters, but mm-hmm. the stuff that's coming out of her mouth in terms of race and gender, that Dude. is not in keeping with who I, she is. And it's almost like a checklist. Oh, pronouns. That scene this, that, with her, this. with the professor and oh, the awful. hair. I was awful. sitting there going. No. Yeah. What outdated. I was like, who wrote this? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it doesn't. Why, we do, why are you writing something about a black woman's hair and make, why is that? The, their their opening scene. No, her it was not bad. thinking she'd be the professor, and the and then hair. the blue haired non binary. It was just like check. Like, yeah, everybody seems old it's and dated. Dumb. They don't seem it's like women who've been living yeah. in New York City. So anyway, I am not. Am I going to watch it? Yeah, probably. If I have nothing else to watch, but I'm just disappointed because it is it is rare that you get women in their fifties to lead to carry a show, and there could have been something really important they could have addressed a lot maybe they will well, let's because see. now that they're you can't, single you get right because you can't say right. what because we really like you the story hasn't really like the first character the first show, it hasn't like, progressed was yet. to establish we're right. gonna and i could tell from the beginning i was like he's gonna die for some mm-hmm. reason i was like all right we're gonna yeah. kill him off she's wearing the wedding shoes you know what i mean so, and there's all this like oh i would yeah i mean i also and, thought if you came home and saw somebody in the progress of still having a heart attack oh, i think well, call nine one one and oh, then the hold that. and scream yeah, and, and try too. some chest compressions or something something little mouth to mouth something <laughs> yeah something. yeah <laughs> you know yeah i mean yeah, there is a it is television suspense it's but bullshit it's, and it's horrible but clearly i'm gonna watch it i mean yeah yeah i'm going to give it another episode actually and yeah. if it is and if it is if i feel like it's still a piece of shit then i'm done i won't go back to it yeah it's, all right I'm, but Speak, i will give it one more speaking of things that people kind of don't care about the golden globes i thought they were like didn't happen this anymore. Thing, it's like who is that? i thought what they were that? canceled in this the real thing, sense of the like, word like it's yeah. like <laughs> it's i mean like, but people, get, no one cares if, if they can't go and get drunk. That's the award show where they go and they sit there and they get drunk. You well, know, what if they gave an award <laughs> show and nobody came? I right. mean, there's literally it's literally not going to be broadcast. So they announced the winners. The Golden Globes, we all know, big shock are bought and paid for. It's not mm-hmm. even it's not. It used to be an acknowledged bought and paid for. It's mm-hmm. it's we could declare ourselves the New York City foreign press and like right. we'll get and lots of like, screeners. You know, we we'll invite a few other people over and, and say we'll we let them the fly us. But we're gonna fly you to Cannes to see the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't. You know. I. I'm yay. 
Yay, great. Woo-woo. Yay. I mean, it's yay. I mean, a lot of the movies are available streaming. I haven't watched any of the big movies Mm. on Netflix or Amazon yet. But yay. You know, I mean, but it's a kind of, it's a meaningless award. It really is. It's just, it's just self-flat. And it got, and it got literally booted because uh, shocking. It was the Hollywood Foreign Press was, it was, it was finally admitted that they are corrupt and racist (laughs) and, you know. Wow, I was shocked. But I they don't know made they you. finally supposedly made the changes and there's some diversity in there and blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. All right. Um I we discussed this yesterday. I did not know that there was a Kanye. I knew that Kanye and Drake were having a reunion. Mm-hmm. I or not a reunion, uh not a reunion. They were kind of squashing the beef, as the kids say. I had no idea that there was like a show. With yeah, evidently. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I did see this and I was on the Amazon yesterday watching yet another one of my insane British cop shows and um, it popped up and I went, you know what, for the good of the people, I will watch <laughs> this thing. I'm and glad you did because you're no, no, a no. resident Kanye person. You'll, oh, wow. You'll, I don't well, know, I mean, I don't know if that's no, a compliment I, or a I mean, you will take it for the team and you will at least I'll take, watch I took it listen for the team. I took thing. it for the team. Now, mm-hmm. I got to say, um, people I know who have seen Kanye in concert say that mm-hmm. he puts on a spectacular show mm-hmm. because he no money spared and he sees himself as an artist, capital A. And you know, the way, see he's giving you he's gives you floating state. He's his stage is always it. amazing. I will. No, give him he that. does. So this I believe it was a benefit for Larry Hoover, who is mm-hmm. imprisoned, who I don't know. I read up on the guy. I don't know if I'd want to let him out, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Shot in L.A. It opens up. It's beautiful. I mean, it's just a fantastic and it's all. It opens up with 16 minutes of the soul. What is this thing called? Soul sacrifice, soul. Sunday service. Sunday service. Okay. 16 minutes of Mm -hmm. people singing and taking other songs and putting Jesus lyrics. Yeah, that's what they do. That. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And okay, I love gospel. Mm -hmm. And I love Jesus when it's Mm -hmm. in a gospel song. 16 minutes. Mm -hmm. 16 minutes. And they were great. And then finally Kanye comes down and he does the hits and you mm. know what? And it's a great stage and there's smoke and he's, I got to tell you when he, he's, we all have discussed what he is. But Listen, when, he sits, when, when, when he anybody pulls the up, hits, yeah, that's when anybody pulls up the hits, whoo, they're going to get you because he's got a catalog of hits, right? He's so got he's a not catalog of hits. Shit, it's not about, it's not about whether you like, or, you know, when the hits come, that's just. And they were hits. Yeah. And he's rapping and they were hits and he's rapping over a track, but he is rapping. And then I'm kind of fast forwarding to see when Drake comes out. I'm not even lying. I think Drake is out there for two songs and they do the one Drake song I like. So that Mm -hmm. was nice. Which one? Uh, um, I don't even remember what it's called. It's the one that came from the basketball, the NBA tribute thing or the ESPN Mm -hmm. tribute thing. It's old because it's got a great beat, but they come out and they hug and it's great. And it's a yay hip hop hooray moment. But it, this sounds so. It was. It was just that I was impressed that he did the hits because you, mm-hmm. knowing Kanye, you thought he was going to go off and do some esoteric. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the catalog. You cannot deny him that. And he is. And this is what I've always said about. He's. We. We know he's infuriating as a human being. He's problematic. Blah 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 blah. But I give him credit for at least trying to do something that is not usually done. I'll give him credit for that. Does he always hit the mark? No. But I give him credit for that. And, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I did. I took one for the team. I did it so you don't have to. There. Yes, because I'm not going to. Because, you know, I feel the same way about him as I do about an unflushed toilet. And, oh, no. <laughs> and Drake, I don't care about. But Drake has that one song that I like. What's, and he's not even rapping on it. It's one where he's and it's saying. So what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like he's got this one. Exactly. Drake is all to me. Drake to me is all production. His production is fantastic. But it was a yay for me. I watched right. it right. and had a churro, and that was it. Right. Um, back on. All right. Um, another thing I took just really briefly: Mass Appeal, which started a gazillion years ago, basically as a fanzine. I mean, my son mm-hmm. used to intern for them, and has now, over the years, turned into like a multimedia 
enterprise under the stewardship of Nas, who was part owner, and Sasha Jenkins, who was mm-hmm. a long, you know, longtime writer and mm-hmm. become a director. So they've been doing a series of documentaries uh, that are on Showtime, which I mm-hmm. found. I don't know why I'm doing visual things because nobody can see them. I fa- when I say like this, found. Whenever I say found, whenever we say found, we mean. Found. Wow. <laughs> like, like fell out of like the back the, of the was, truck. That's what I was supposed to say. Like in the old days when my father would come home with certain things. And I'd like be like, steaks. Where'd like, you get these at? <laughs> no, no, like like back literally in the 80s when he came home with the HBO antenna and then the guy was putting up, where'd this come from? And it was like, it fell out the back of a truck. Right. I found it. <laughs> I found it. I know. I know. Well, anyway, I found it. And the two documentaries have aired so far, and there's one more, I think, this weekend, and I can't, I think it might be about DMX, I'm not sure. But anyway, the first one um, is a documentary directed by Nas called uh, You Are Listening to Video Music Box, which is a history of legendary, video music box. Legendary, legendary, I mean, show Ralph McDaniels, breaking City. spot for uh, hip-hop. Channel 31, I, Channel 25, 1 yeah. o'clock in the, was it midnight? Oh, I don't know. Like I, just, I don't know when morning. I watched it, but I would watch it. It was always late it. night. It was either midnight or one yeah. o'clock in the morning. And, you know, it's worth watching uh, from a nostalgic point of view, but also for people who think that rap music was invented yesterday. It's worth and watching. Ralph I will say th- interviewed everybody. And the thing everybody. is, and Ralph would get everybody when they were young, when they were new, when they oh, came Jay-Z back. Oh, Jay-Z looks like up. he's four. In it's this. like, I mean, you he wanted to be, and especially if you were in New York, you yeah. wanted to be on Video Music Box. If you were hip-hop from other cities in UK, you wanted to be on Video oh, Music yeah. Box. Ralph McDaniels, and to this day. And still active, still active. And to this day, Ralph is still, you know, he's highly respected. And mm-hmm. he just, I, when I worked at Columbia, I worked in video promotion. And where I started was doing local video. Now, Ralph wasn't one of my accounts, but I used to have to, when I came in, I was a department assistant. So my job was maintaining all the mailing lists and I would mail out all the videos and get the list to the studio to, to mail out everything to the shows. And, you know, so I would like deal with them in that sense. That show was like every hip hop artist wanted to be on that show. Yeah. And they were and R&B kids, too. But it was like video music box. It was kind of like the there there were certain local video shows across the country. And there's some that are still there, like JBTV in Chicago. They're still there and they're a big powerhouse doing things. I believe Rage is still in Boston and video. There were certain shows that were really steeped in the culture, had big ties to radio, big ties to all of the labels, all of the artists. And Ralph was one of those guys. So it's amazing to see him have a documentary and really people get to know the history of a show that's really important in the story of hip hop and videos and a place for that to be seen. Yeah. You know, it's worth watching. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nas is not the greatest director of our time, (laughs) but it is worth watching. Yes. Um, The other show, the other documentary it's on is something that was not done for Showtime. It was Mm -hmm. an independent film at the tribe and it was picked up by Massfield Showtime, Mm -hmm. which is called The Individualist. It's uh, a documentary about the life and uh, career of Ricky Powell. The movie was made before Ricky passed. Ricky passed at the beginning of 2021. I don't want to go into my... Uh, Ricky Powell is best known as sort of the guy that was the fourth BC. He documented all of the early Beastie Boy stuff. He was very... He's a only in New York character. He is a very, was a very problematic person. Um I knew Ricky not super duper well, but you know, hey, Ricky, hey, Amy, how you doing? But problematic. You will see why he's problematic in the film. I will say that some of my opinion about him did change watching it because he was literally raised by wolves or a wolf, not wolves, plural, a wolf. But it's, again, worth watching because you don't, you know, I mean, he has everybody, they have everybody from Lawrence Fishburne to future 2000. This is Debbie Mazur. This is somebody who, when you talk about, A, it's a New York that doesn't exist. And also, it's just watch the film. It's called The Individualist. Um, it's well done and it's worth worth. And it, again, it's also on Showtime um, as part of this sort of mass appeal. So, you know, shout out to, um, shout out to, pe- these are people we've known for years at Mass Appeal. So Sasha Jenkins and Roberta McGreeny and, 
good for them. You know, good for them. Um, all right, it's the end of the year. The end of the year. It's the end of the year. So it's the end of the year. We we talked about he 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 do you know that I used to sing in bands and was in the school <laughs> choir for years? No, I really did. <laughs> that was my channeling if Jennifer Holiday was singing that little into oh, that was good. for us. Thank I you so much. I was wondering. I was wondering. Thank you. I, was, I, was I, I really, I needed that pat because I was like, wow. I you like sound that. so great. You sound like so that. great. I like yeah, it, especially yeah, first yeah. thing in the morning because, yeah, you know, the, in- yeah. the instrument isn't yeah, warmed you know, up it's, yet. It's not warmed up yet. You yeah. Know? Um. Um, Maybe I need a coke, an African guy in a bathhouse to get warmed up. I mean, it used to always be great. Back back when I still smoked cigarettes and did Uh all sorts of stuff, when I would have to call into work, uh-huh. My voice in the morning, first thing in the morning, I sounded like both of Marge Simpson's sisters <laughs> and Peppermint Patty. So I would call in, I'd be like, Ugh. and they'd be like, oh, don't come into work today. <laughs> like, Great. Yeah. And you'd be like, you'd be like, thank you. I only I just woke up. I'm not. I'm yeah. Not. <laughs> I've had I've had two cigarettes and five cups of coffee, and I'm about to start doing all other shenanigans. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody does their top 10 list, whatever. And I don't know. We decided, Courtney and I decided, like, rather than ranking or top 10, we just want to talk about music and artists that kind of really caught our eyes and our eyes, our ears, our eyes and ears, uh, heads, shoulders, head, shoulders, knees and toes. And that mm-hmm. kind of made an impact for us. So why don't you why don't you talk about your first artist and then we'll kind of back and forth if you want to do it that way. Sure. My first artist is... And this is, is no chronological, right? It's just No, like, it's no, chron- yeah. no chronological. It's yeah. Vince Staples. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a... You know, I'm not the biggest... I, I appreciate hip-hop. I like hip-hop. Right. I'm, I would not call myself the biggest fan, but I, actually, I absolutely appreciate good hip-hop. I like MCs that have a certain kind of flow. There's certain voices that I like, and I like his voice. And mm-hmm. this year, he he put out a, his self-titled, a self-titled album, Vince Staples. You know, he has a bunch of albums. But this, to me, is his most cohesive work. I really like the album. I really like the songs. I like the, the length of it. I think it bumps. It, 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 it just gives me something fresh and new, and he just excites me, you know? Uh, on your recommendation, I because I've always kind of liked him. I've always gotten a good hit off of him in terms of like, there seems to be something going on behind his eyes. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I listen to this again. I have I enjoy a record that comes in less time than it took for me to give birth to a, a human being. So mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I like a record. You and I've talked about this. We like records with one producer because mm-hmm. you get a cohesive sound. That's why I used to love Gangstar because it was right. only Premier yep. producing. Um, yeah, it's a good record. Um, I want to go back and I do like his voice too. And I just like, it it is making a lot of top 10 lists because I think that he has a lane. Mm -hmm. Um, it may not be the most well-traveled lane, but I think he's, he is, um, I liked it too. And I, I thank you for bringing it to my attention. Um, all right. I'm going to talk about an artist you can't stand, but it's, 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 I always like Halsey's voice. I like the tone of his voice. I, I've always kind of like, I, whatever she is as a person, kind of, I don't have to deal with her as a human being. Um, and she's not a bad person. She's just kind of all over the place, but she's young. And she put out, but she has always kind of been in a dance. She got started with chain smokers. She's always been in a dance pop or a pop kind of realm. She put out a record this year called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, which is first off a fantastic title Mm -hmm. um she worked it's a much tougher record there's a lot of rock elements to it Mm -hmm. she worked with of all people um uh trevor what's his name come on trevor from nine inch nails what's his name trent reznor trent reznor um i you know i am not somebody who goes "Ooh, the new halsey record i listened to it because bill coleman was raving about it and I've always liked her single, but Bill was, and I was like, okay, I, I, I trust Bill's play. It's a very good record. Am I it listening to it on some? But you know, I, I have all of her records actually. I know I always joke what's a Halsey, and I have gone back and listened to them. And she actually makes good music. To me, she's just so. I just don't know who, like, what, 
You make yeah. these records, but who are you? What do you do? Like, yeah. she just kind of comes and it's not real. like, what? I don't. Yeah, I mean. But that's she's... okay because she makes good music, but I'm still like, what's a Halsey? I'm still very confused yeah. by her. Who are you as an artist? Like, I just don't know. I mean, I'm going to give her that maybe she's an artist who's willing to kind of take a chance because if you're a pop artist, like this a is not a pop. This is not right. a pop album. But it's like a Khalees. I think she makes different albums, right? And who is she? And, and I don't. And I actually do appreciate that. I yeah. just still sometimes whenever she comes up, I'm like, oh yeah. And I never think to listen to her records, but when I do, I tend to like them. Yeah. So and, this is yeah. yeah. I, 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 like I said, and I listened to it again yesterday. I'm like, there's some good songs here. And I, mm-hmm. so, uh, so if I can't have, and it's also making some, a lot of best of this. So if I can't have love, I want power. All right. Next one, please. I have a feeling we're going to have some overlap here. Uh, the next one for me is a record by an artist called LP, Laura Pergol. Pergolizzi. Oh, not the not the DJ LP. No, not no, no. That guy. Laura, okay. Laura, Laura Pergolizzi. She's actually from a place you and I know well, Huntington, Long Island. Long Island, Huntington. She's another one. Singer songwriter has been around for years. Has written songs for shares. Written so- okay. She's she's written songs for Christina Rihanna. She co-wrote "Cheers Up" drink to that. For Rihanna. Okay. And you okay. know that sample that's the Avril Lavigne sample in that song? I'm going to say yes, but I don't. But okay. okay. <laughs> but that's LP actually singing that oh, okay. on, on that. So uh, she has a, a, a second album out, Churches, that actually only came out a few weeks ago. And her voice, again, she's got this, it's hard to describe her voice. It's a very, like, no one else sounds like that. That's good. It's a really, it's just, I just don't even know how to describe her voice. It's a very All right, I'm going to have to check it out. But I really like her. I like her songwriting. And she's a queer artist. She's 40. She's a grown woman. Oh, yeah. And it's a great, great record. And and her album before that is, is, is a really great record. You know what I mean? She's got a bunch of albums, but she had Heart to Mouth in uh, 2018, which I really, really liked. And this is called Churches. And it's a really good record. And okay. I, I, I like people who can write and have something to say and, you know, and she performs a lot and, and it just, you know, I was, I was really happy that she dropped this record. All right, good. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about, and then I'll go obscure after this, but it's Billie Eilish, uh, happier than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Billie Eilish and it's mm-hmm. funny because, uh, every once in a while when a bunch of old women will get together, we'll say, you know, who I really like, Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish. And we're all like, yeah, I like her too. But remember, you made me listen to her. I had the record and I didn't listen to it. And that first album, and you were like, you need to actually listen to it. It's not what you think. And I was yeah. like, because I'm thinking, oh, young kid shit, it's not for me. Just, same thing when you made me listen to Olivia Rodrigo. You're like, it's actually not what you think. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, and I was turned off initially mm-hmm. by the hype run because I'm like, uh, I well, because and everything these a, days. I don't have a driver's same. license. And, <laughs> right. Well, that that was the first thing I was like, all right, great, but this is great young people music. You right. know what I mean? And because everything has, especially with pop, been skewing so young that I don't. A lot of these albums I skim past. I'm like, this is great, but it's so not for me. You right. know what I mean? Well, so, I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Billie Eilish, you know, we don't have to tell you who yeah. she is. You know, multiple right. Grammy winner. Uh, be- you know, a lot of people, mainly men, will bitch about like, oh, that voice. I went, you know what? You bitch when people sound like when everybody sounds like everybody else. And then mm-hmm. when someone has a very idiosyncratic sound, you bitch about that. And right. I will say she is capable of full out singing. If she were French, she'd be a chasson. So yes. it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there are little elements. Shout out to me, Lynn, my favorite chasson. Right. Little <laughs> uh, shout out. Yeah. Little mm-hmm. elements of trip hop. She works with her mm-hmm. brother, Phineas. We know that. I just like her. I think that she's. Um, Check out Phineas's album, too. He put out an yeah, album a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And I just I just think that she's. um I just like her. So mm-hmm. it's, and again, making a lot of top, she's not somebody I would have ever thought of. You had said to me, like you said, three years ago, oh, you got to check out this 19 right. year old who right. has green hair and only wears like huge <laughs> goth clothing. I would have right. been, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's really good. So Billie Eilish, uh, happier than ever. All right. My Please. next is uh, going back to a series that started in the 80s for a good cause. 
and came back after a few years break this year. It is the Red Hot and Free album. To me, y'all know, because you always hear on this show, I will always come back to some dance music and something. I just love to dance. I think it's, it's a very freeing feeling when you can just let your body do whatever it wants to do and move. And Red Hot and Free, uh, executive produced by our good buddy, Bill Coleman. And this isn't, this isn't a just because he's my friend. It just really is a great record from top to finish. The, the original songs are great. The remixes are great. The artists really can, did their thing. And if you want a solid album where you could just dance, not trendy, but dance music that is very much just that kind of soul of dance music, right? It doesn't all sound like, oh, this is the thing that's happening now with really good beats and songs you can sing along to. And it's it's just great. And I still play it and I'm getting dressed in here sometimes. And like, oh, I play it when I'm going to take my morning walk and exercise. I just put it on and it just makes me happy and I can just move and brisk in the air. And I love, you know, we talk about adult dance music all the time, right? Because you think about most of us as we get older, we stop going out dancing, especially people who used to do it all the time, right? You get to an age where you feel like, oh, I don't think you stop loving house house music. It's like no, hip hop heads. I love house music. It's, it's like hip hop heads. They always love hip hop. But you get to a certain age, you feel like, well, I've aged out of going to the hip hop club because those things are young. But that doesn't mean you don't want to be to hear the music. I think if you're a person who still loves to dance, this is an album for you. You'll dance all around your house. You'll dance at your picnic. You'll dance at your basement party. And it's just a fun, fun, fun album. Great. Yeah, I'm going to combine my next one. I'm going to combine two artists, even though they are worthy of their own, just for, I don't know, time's sake or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one is a woman who, for years, I had no idea who she was. I would see the name. And for some reason, I thought she was doing a completely different type of music. But you said no crazy white bitch she is doing the exact type of music <laughs> that we love mm-hmm. and that's royce and murphy and she oh, put out roshin roshin excuse me um um the Ro- machine. Ro- machine and then the remix album crooked machine which right. is fucking a so roshin machine came yeah. out in 2020 but the new anyway she's just like again indescribable but artful smart innovative and again, I am fully admit I fucked up. Uh, so the well, you know, and you know, remember, you know her voice of Maloko. She sang with Maloko. The right. thing about Roy Sheen that is very fierce is she's been making dance music, really great dance music for like thirty five years, and right. you can hear the a lot of the influence. Like when she talks about influences on this record, are like the Paradise Garage, a club she's never been to, right? But like the club, but there was this EP that I have that the Sly and Robbie presents. Um, oh, by the way, R.I.P. Uh, Robbie right. Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Like, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, a um, EP that had Gwyn Guthrie vocals and Larry LeVan remixes. So that had Padlock, Seventh Heaven, um, Hopscotch, Peanut Butter, those tunes. So you hear like the influence in those sort of like in something more in the other songs, like the way records used to fill the garage. They were slower they weren't these faster records but it's beat and fierce vocals and it's a, she's fucking amazing man yeah. and this record to me i still play it. yeah yeah it's yeah. on heavy rotation over yeah. here on edgecombe avenue yeah <laughs> and and the other record i'll just briefly is someone you also turned me on to though i had seen the name for years is mm-hmm. agnes magic still exists Ooh, just, a, just a great a great <laughs> I mean, I don't even, we don't even have, it's just solid, great, smart. Uh, we talked it about hits, it on the show. It hits, yeah. you, it hits you in the head. It hits yeah. you in the heart. Yeah. It hits you in the hips. Yeah. That to me is the trifecta. Yeah. If you're thinking, if you're feeling, if you're moving, boom. So from Sweden, um, next, just, just a great, great artist. So and a couple of people have hit me after we talked about it on the show and be like, thank you for turning me on. That no, that great. Record is hot. Great. They love Hot. it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. All right. Next one for you, please. The next one for four me for is going to be the hard feeling self-titled album, Hard Feelings. Joe Goddard from uh, Hot Chip. This is his side project. And another 
Sol, it's on, it came out on Domino Records this October. And it is another record of just fierce, 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 you know how much I love a dance moment and it's just, come on, with fierce vocals. It's just, give me what I need. You it's know what fierce. I'm saying? Give me I what think, I need. It's I heard like, it's fierce. It's like a joint in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas tree is lit. And me dancing around in my and, sarong. And so is Courtney. Clothes, you know? The tree is lit yeah, and, and so, so is Courtney. Courtney. No, it's just really, I, I just get really happy when people make dance albums. Yeah. When Why artists, do we when, love Pitch Up Boy so right, much? Because there are, I like when people treat it like I am an artist. Yeah. And I make albums. You know what I mean? As opposed, I love a great single. That's great. But I love it when you get a cohesive body of work and it's just a full mood and you can just put it on. You don't have to jump around. I think we've all gotten so used to this digital album situation where you can just tailor it and jump around and not listen. But every record that I that we've both spoken about today so far, I just put them on. I don't jump around and skip a track. And that's what I love about this Hard Feelings record. It's just great music. Put it on. You'll find your full life. It's a good time. All right. I'm going to double up again. Um, and these are artists that I was turned on to by um, both uh, recommendations from other critics and friends. I'm going to mangle the names. I apologize. Madhu Maktor, Afrigeek, uh, Afrik Victim, and Aruj Aftab, Vulture Prince. Um, Aruj, I believe, is Pakistani. Mm -hmm. She is. She does live in the United States. She mm -hmm. does perform, has performed. Very moody. It's not her first record. Very moody, mm -hmm. very enigmatic. She sings both in, I don't know what language she sings in. I don't want to be like, you know, one of those Americans who go, she sings in Pakistani because that's not a language. Right. But, and I forget if she even is Pakistani, so I apologize, but just really interesting, atmospheric, great vocals. Um, so I really like that. And, uh, and Matu Makdor is, um, I believe, from Niger, but he's in the kind of school of um, uh, Bambino, who mm -hmm. I love. The Turag music, this like this insane hypnotic um, guitar stuff and vocals, which are just sort of take you someplace. They're almost psychedelic in a way. It's so funny because I hate jam bands, but I don't mind it, I guess, when it's coming from Africa. But just a really interesting record. It is also made and it was released like who knew it is also made many top 10 lists. So it's it's um, yeah, I like those two records a lot. Um, Next, so next is you know this is my poptastic, fantastic, gaytastic steps. What the future holds album part one, and then they put out a part two album ten months later. Later, so I'm gonna count them both together as one and say, thank you, steps. Thank you for a year and still in this pandemic of coming out and being your gay-tastic, fantastic, pop-tastic selves. I love these two albums. It's the hardest thing in the world, and we've talked about this a lot, being a pop artist who gets older. Because when you use, and Steps was a group that was used to having top five, number one hits and top five, top 10 hits. So to get older and you come back and you're still making pop, more grown pop, but it is still pop music, you already know. It's going to be different for you. Radio is not going to support you the same. But in the UK, they did get support and they had two hit records. They had a successful tour that unfortunately had to end early due to some COVID issues. But those are great pop records. And if you're a person who just likes some fun pop music that you can sing along to, dance along to, a good old pop ballads, 
those two step albums are really, really, really fun and they make me happy. And I'm a big steps fan. I'm I'm out of the closet in my hiding being a steps fan and being like, fuck it. Yes, I love steps. But yeah. and, just, and the records are, and the records are good and they're fun. And if you're a pop music person, you'll like these records. All right. I'm going to again double up because I have to save a, a minute of time to talk about the song that I played ad nauseum. But I'll do mm-hmm. that one when we mm-hmm. wrap up. All right. So one is a, a relatively brand new artist in that this is her first album, but you mm-hmm. have heard her voice for years. She was all she was on uh, Melatonin, uh, Tribe Called Quest. She's worked with Drake, and that's Yeba. Her mm-hmm. album is called Dawn. Oh, that's a great record, yeah, yeah. Um, just soulful and all sorts of influences, and again, does not sound like anybody else. Um, just a real soulfulness to her, you know, that, that kind of, um, you know, uh, I guess Amy Winehouse sort of being a jumping off point, but very much American too. You hear the kind of influences of other music. So Yeba, Dawn, and the second one is an artist who has been around for quite some time, who has been, I don't want to say a cult favorite because she does chart, but she's always been that singer that people say, why isn't she bigger? And this year she had a real breakthrough, and that's Jasmine Sullivan with Hotels. Um, oh, I was absolutely. Yeah. Well, she came out early in the year, so we sort of forgot about it. But but she, the Grammys didn't, and she got she got some nominations. Yeah. And you know, she's seems like she's about she just put tickets on sale for a concert and they sold really quickly. Yeah. So I feel like we're about to see that kick back up again. She is a great singer. She is a great songwriter. Um, This very husky, uh, very womanly, very wise sort of voice. This is a concept record. um, About hotels. (laughs) Yeah. And we, um, you know, she's been around. She's not a new, she's not a kid, though she's not old, but this is the record that really, you know, she did a tiny desk, an NPR tiny desk, which was like blew the roof off of the place. Mm. And that is not an easy thing to do. Um, anyway, so Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, do you have, I'm going to, uh, can I just. I'll, yeah, because because once you do that, I'm just going to say. I'm not, I want to talk just about gonna, my single. I was going to say, I'm just going to go through a little, I'm not, because uh, say what you need to say, because I'm just going to say some honorable mentions you okay. know what i mean <laughs> well yeah god we mm-hmm. could go on forever mm-hmm. but i have to say so at the end of the year you know spotify gives you what you listen to the most mm-hmm. and i am ashamed to say that basically everything i listened to this year was in what i listened to last year which is like mm-hmm. uh brian ferry roxy music mm-hmm. um stromai i mean just like the same shit uh, i didn't the get stones. one the stones what i didn't get one the only one oh. i have was one for the show Thank you for everybody listening on Spotify. You guys like up listening hours up 30% this year. You guys really showed out. Thank you. Thank you. In six yeah. countries, we six different countries are listening to us. Real countries. So, so if you're listening to us somewhere else, Buenos Dias. Yeah. Or yo, what's up if you're in Canada? <laughs> um anyway, the single. I was obsessed with mm-hmm. this single to the point of playing it over and over and over again. And I was turned on to it. Uh, by reading about it in the New York Times, yay, John Perellis. Two artists I already liked a lot, but together, and I cannot for the life of me understand why this was not a huge single, St. John and Scissor, just for me. Fan free. Well, first off, maybe it wasn't a hit single because it was on the soundtrack for what, what I've heard is the worst movie ever made, which is the second Space Jam movie, which right. was supposed to like <laughs> sock. <laughs> which opened were they still if they were still selling dvds on the street it would open to fulton street you know mm-hmm, what i mean it's mm-hmm. like oh my god this single i can't even the i mean there's a lot of auto-tune use which usually drives me nuts because saint john is a good enough singer that he doesn't need auto-tune mm-hmm. but oh my god this song it i mean it talks about like a love the being in love with just somebody who is just troubled and depressed and I don't know. I just love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. So if you, just for me by St. John and SZA, and I'm really looking forward to see what he does next because mm-hmm. I think he is He's very talented. fascinating yeah, kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And um, SZA, we all love SZA, and where's the album? Let's yeah. go. It's coming. It's got, she has a <laughs> okay. new single, I Hate You, that just came yeah, out yeah. which is really good. So She's my, cool. So I got a bunch of honorable mentions because, you know, we could go through this all day. Um, Adele, 
30. Oh, yeah. I, I figured they wouldn't mention yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it would come 30. up. Uh, Boogie Hill Faders, The Formula. Great, great, great dance album. Rasan Patterson, Heroes and Gods 2.0. Yeah. That Quentin Harris reworks of his of his tunes are fucking amazing. Uh, Lana Del Rey, Chemtrails. I really enjoyed Joy Crook's Skin, which is a great, great record. You guys really need to check out Joy Crook's Skin. I knew you were going to bring her up. She's really amazing, 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 amazing. The reissue of Jesse Ware, the deluxe edition. What's your pleasure? Because more Jesse Ware is always, always. Jesse Ware, love her. You know what I mean? Love her. And oh, and I really liked Gold Link's album Harem that kind of came and went without really people paying much attention to. But I really like Gold Link and I, I wish he wasn't so under the radar. But yeah, yeah. Jesse Ware, Jesse Ware, Jesse Ware, Jesse Ware. Oh, Jesse and Ware. I also like to say uh, thank you to the press department at Company for the amazing tickets last night. I went to see Company on Broadway, you know, the Stephen Sondheim show with Katrina Link and Patti Lupone and everybody. It was big. Spectacular. They gave us great orchestra seats and the show oh, was absolutely spectacular. Everybody okay. was amazing. It's made so if you're coming to the city and you want to see a show, it's a really good adult show. It is laugh out loud funny. It is laugh okay. out loud funny. And the entertain and the singing is just amazing. And you know, Patty Lapone giving you ladies who lunch is worth the price of admission. Alone, yeah, oh, well, that's know? a classic, a mm-hmm. classic. And right. and the gentleman who's saying I'm not getting married today t- had the theater rapturous. So it was just really amazing, amazing, amazing. amazing, amazing. All right. Um, you know what? Let me t- let me ask you. I would rather end on a high note than yeah. ending with the disappointments. Yeah, we let's, could no, go let's on. Go and on. Let's All right. Let's, so, what are you looking forward to in 2022? In uh, and on any level, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to. The exciting things we have planned for this show. I think oh, that, pe- yeah. I think people are going to really be happy with us in 2022. We're, we're, yes. we're coming for you. Um, I will be honest with you, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I'd never say this. I'm really excited for Beyonce in 2022. And I'll tell oh, wow. you Oh, wow, you've never spoken about and, Beyonce and, in this And I show. will tell you why. <laughs> well, well, no, but, it, but it's in a different respect. This will oh, be cool. The, this will be the first album you know i'm retired from all of that right i'm retired from Mm -hmm. music this would be the first album that she's putting out that i've not worked in some capacity in some way so for me i get to enjoy this as a consumer as a fan the experience i don't know what the plan is i've not heard any music i don't know when something is dropping so i want to and I do have an expectation. I want to see her win and I want to see her return to the top of the pop charts with a song on her own as a lead artist. I want her to have her worldwide big hit again. And to now not have, like, let me just tell you, so it was really fun doing that work and working on remixes, but that work was really hard and it's intense. So a lot of times when I hear the music or, or stuff, I just have different thoughts. I'm thinking about, oh God, when I was having to fix those vocals and do this or get this mix right or... I was up against it. So this time, there's none of that. I want a superstar release, and I think we're going to get one. And I want to see the itness of it all, you know what I mean? And experience of that. So I, I, that is what I'm excited for musically, because, you know, there's all these new stars, but we have very few of the really big superstars. Rihanna is like, I'm giving up radio. I'm like, listen, I can't. We've been excited for a Rihanna record for 46 years. That's going to come when it comes in at this point. I'm trying to not have any expectation because I feel like I could be really disappointed in a Rihanna record at this point because we've all wanted one so much that it's like, if it's something that we don't love, it'll be like, uh, Beyonce, I don't know what to expect. And it's been a long time since it's been t- since 2016 since she's put out a solo record. And I want to see it from this point of view and I want to be wowed and I know she's going to come hard and I- I'm excited for her for- in 2022. It'll be interesting. Uh- if if the ageist, sexist world accepts a 40-year-old mother of three doing right. a big pop song. So mm. that, I think, it, she could come with the biggest pop hit in the world. It's going to be very interesting if the ageist, sexist world we live in 
Well, because let me just tell it. you, Pop has not supported her records for for the last few. No, months. but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You said so your big be very, record. So be let, let's see. It'll be real. Let's see, right? Because yeah, they, like let's see how they come with it. Because yeah. you know, people Beyonce has a lot of Grammys, but she's not in the, not in those pop categories. Like people, they, they assume a lot of her pop Grammys are album, record of the year, song of the year. It's very few of those that happened around you know Sasha Fierce and stuff. But a lot of them are like in the R and B categories and in the rap collaboration, rap sung categories. So I want to see, like you said, I I, I want to see how pop reacts. And give her the due that she has deserved and play her music on the radio. All right. Um, I'm really interested to see what Stromai is going to do. I know um, you're excited. I got turned on late to him. I think he is the quintessential example of an international artist. He mm-hmm. had a massive career without ever stepping foot in this country. Mm, like, the, like Kate Bush, <laughs> um, except that he, except that she does sing in a language that you know right. he had hits singing in French, and he is right. the biggest selling artist in French speaking countries, which is a lot of countries, a lot, a lot of countries. He's a fascinating artist. He embodies so many different genres of music. Uh, his live shows, just from watching him on on YouTube are just extraordinary. And, I, and his, I, his severe anxiety has kept him from performing a lot, right? Isn't that the thing? I don't know. Whatever. No, I believe. No, he got I, no, married. He had a no, kid. No, whatever. No, I believe he is a person who literally not whatever. I think he really suffers from a severe anxiety. And I think well, that I, has I been, mean, I, I believe I honestly that's him, don't know. I honestly know? don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, those shows don't don't um, his interviews and in those shows do not. The only time I've ever seen him appear, I don't know. But mm-hmm. the point is, is that I'm really, I'm really looking forward uh, to see what he does because he has established himself. I mean, he is considered the Jacques Brel of the dance floor, and I don't mm-hmm. speak French, so. But meaning, he is writing about serious stuff, you, um, and he's one of those artists that even if you don't speak the language, you know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much looking forward to see. I mean, there's a lot of albums, you know, coming out. I think if Rihanna came out, she would wipe the floor with Beyonce, but that's me. Um, I think there's more goodwill. Oh, what it was is he had to cancel a tour through Africa because of anxiety caused by the malaria medicine that he took. I well, knew it was as something. someone who has taken yeah. malaria medicine, I can testify <laughs> that it fucks you up. <laughs> no, malaria medicine will make you a little nutty. So, yeah, I mean, it will make you a little nutty. Anyway, I'm just interested. I am always kind of rooting for international artists. Um, I'm always, he's just interesting. And I think, and I, you know, think I love it. You know, I listen, think he's you- a nice guy. I'm also really excited just by the increasing influence of Afrobeat and, and African music in pop Absolute, culture. Like, the, the Wiz fact kid, that Wiz, Wiz kid, you know, Wiz kid, Tim's, Tim's, yeah. you know what I mean. But Wiz kid is what he's really. He's actually it's it's interesting, right? Because burn well, Burner Boy now is right. about to do his first big like arena dates in the U.S. and he's about to be the first. The tickets I believe go on sale this week. The first Nigerian artist to headline Madison Square Garden. Phelan, did Phelan ever play the garden? I don't know. Or, or don't if he know. did, I don't know if he headlined because they're saying he is the first who headlined. Wow. Well, good for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I enjoy that. And um, I would go to, let me, I have a feeling we might need to be up in a Burner Boy show because that seems like that would be a good fucking, the garden is going to be rock. I mean, all of just Oh, no, the, it'll sell the out. The garden it'll is going to, that's just going to sell out so fast. It's going to sell out. It's so going to sell fast. out. I mean, and, and good for him. So, yeah, that's it. So I'm excited by stuff like that. I'm also excited uh, for Milin. Milin has a record dropping in 2022. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's always good music coming up. It sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Would you like to do the thing that you do? And also, I just want to say, I am very excited that we have made it this far. Yeah. Um, that we figured out how to use Zoom. Mm-hmm. That I figured out how to record on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yay for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That I have a real mic. I'm yeah, showing it to everybody. Mic, real mic. Um, that we haven't killed each other. Nope. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. But that's probably because we're on Zoom and we can't. Mm-hmm. Well, no, um, I think we went through the pains of trying to kill each other. Now we both just realized we're both older and crotchety, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> um, what the fuck? I'm really excited that we have a love that, of music and a love of mm-hmm. culture and a love mm-hmm. for each other that yeah. translates into, I hope, good 
radio or whatever uh, we call yeah. this podcast radio mm-hmm. but radio um, we're going to be on that radio that's where we want to head but I yeah wanna, and i'm, I'm also really, i'm grateful for the people that listen and they sure, tell their friends sure. to listen and then for they sure. keep listening and then the new listeners that have come and i'm grateful for the guys at uh the pantheon network who said hey you're different Took than the chance. other sh- you're different than the other shows that we have on here, but we like that and we like what you do and we, we want you to be a part of us. So I'm very appreciative of, you know, those guys. It's, it, you know, it's been a fun ride and, you know, I want to, I just want to, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just yeah. want to thank everyone who was a guest mm-hmm. on our show. Absolutely. Um, we want to thank, first of all, we want to thank if we hadn't done it before Al Diaz for doing our unbelievably fucking dope, uh, uh, graphics for the show. Yes, so sir. want to thank, even though this is going back, we want to thank Tammy Face Starlight, Ben Merlis. We want to thank uh, Mark and Barney from Rocks Back Pages. Please subscribe to that. We want to thank uh, Sean Sotero, who has his book on Takashi 69 coming Miguel out in Baguer, a couple of Miguel Baguer, Bevy, Bevy, who's also got a <laughs> yeah. fantastic book yeah. out, Bill Beverly, Coleman, yes, who has yes. the record. Yes. So we really want to thank the people, um, um, Morris Bernstein, who's got yes. Giant Step. We're going to have more guests because yeah. we want to thank people who have supported us. You could be anywhere tonight that you're yeah. here with us, you know, you know what thank, I mean? and who have decided to talk at nine o'clock in the there morning. There could be so. 500 Lady Gagas in the room, but I only pay attention to the one, the one who's supporting us. Oh, yeah. I can um, that's a, all right. the Gaga kids will know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I was like, huh? Um, all right. Why don't you do that thing that you do so well? Look around. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant yeah. sing Vogue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you. This is our last show of the year. This is show 76. We'll be back. I believe our first show is like January 6th. I think it's the first show of the new year. Whatever. Something. Something like, that sounds better. Right. Something something. Like. But um, we love you. But we will still be active on our social, right? So we'll be posting stuff on our Facebook and on our Twitter and on our IG. So you can always talk to us there. You can talk to us on Facebook at I'm going to let you finish all one word uh, on Instagram. At, I'm going to let you finish in Y Twitter at finish. I'm and remember when you listen to the show, like it, leave a comment, you know what I mean? Tell a friend you got time to catch up on all the shows you you're behind on now. Cause we're gone for the next, two and a half, three weeks. We love you. Stay safe. Have Stay a very safe, merry Please Christmas. Say, have a great happy Christmas. holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Ha- happy Kwanzaa. Just happy, happy New happy. Year. Happy, happy, New happy. Year. We love right, you guys. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next year. Bye. bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.